Okay, it's uh, Sunday. I think it's about time for another podcast. I think so. It's Tom and Matt Attack. Ooh! Exciting show for you this week. Arguably. You like that? <laughs> I do, yeah. Everything is another exciting show. It means everything that we've done prior to this is exciting, and this will too be exciting, even if it potentially isn't going to be exciting. Possibly, but it could possibly, like, say, you know, like two weeks ago was exciting. Last week, not so much. Hey. Don't worry, here's another exciting one. There will be some revelations on this week's show. They will. We, uh, wink, wink, about. nudge, nudge. Uh, the uh, demo of Resident Evil Revelations, which we played on every console, Ooh. even the 3DS, Ooh. a while ago. A while ago, yeah. <laughs> I so played the demo of that when it came out as a demo, so that was like January last year. Well, that was that was a good while ago. But, I didn't uh, even own a 3DS when I played that. I played it on yours. Yeah. yeah. We've been comparing and contrasting the different versions, and we'll give you our verdict on what we feel is the best one. We've even printed a load of spreadsheets and tables and pie charts and diagrams, which kind of pointless on a on a visual on a visualist podcast. But hey, that's how we work. Graphics. We do, we do. Yeah. So um, so we start off as we do every week, and we, we talk about what we've played this week. Yes. And we're we're going to leave Resident Evil till last, and we're just going to talk a little bit about some of the games that we've that we've played. So um. There's another one we've both played, which... Oh, actually, there's another two we've both played, which maybe we should leave till last as well. Maybe. I think so, yeah. So, um, we'll start off with you, Matt. Other than the three games we've played together. Oh, God. Uh, Kind of shortens my list gradually. Have you got anything? Um, Yeah, I've played Monaco. It's not on my playlist. I also bought it this week. Um, An indie game on Xbox Live Arcade. It's a bit pricey. It's 120... Uh, one hundred, yeah, one thousand two hundred points. Monaco. I should say, Monaco. Yeah. Is this a racing game? No, it's not. Actually, it's not Daytona or anything like that. It's kind of I. I don't really know how to describe it. It's kind of like a top-down arcade-style game that's kind of a bit spy versus spy, but at the same time, no, nothing. I think it is. I think like I think it's got the whole, you know, the fact that you've got different people and they've all got different things that they can do and they've all got certain skills and stuff and you kind of the whole idea is that you're trying to go into a place and steal a banknote or escape from prison. It's not trapping you the spy. No, it's not, admittedly. <laughs> but it's kind of it's still got the same dynamics. You yeah, can booby trap doors and all this kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. Uh it's developed by a studio called uh, Pocket Watch. And uh, published by Majestico Entertainment. Uh, it's pretty pretty good. I've enjoyed it. Very colourful. The music's very plinky-plonky. It is very plinky-plonky, but so is the game itself. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very good. suiting of the game, actually. And it's got a, quite a unique visual style, I thought. It does, yeah. It's kind of like uh, if you've taken kind of an 8-bit approach to things and made it very neon, I guess. Mm. It's kind of Top-down view, you know. Uh, your character's... Uh, Made up of blocks, basically. Yeah, yeah, and there's quite a few of them. They've not really got different personalities, even though there is a story between things. But they've all got different skills. Like I said, um, there's a locksmith guy who can pick locks faster. There's a cleaner who's essentially 
at the moment where I am the only character that can punch characters so you can knock guards out as opposed to having to shoot them which raises alarms uh, it's just a very good game I haven't really I've only scratched the surface a bit if I'm being honest but I've really enjoyed it oh, yeah it's been good good sounds good yeah and um, how much is that it's uh, 1,200 Microsoft uh, points. As know. most new releases tend to be nowadays. Uh, yeah. So that that was it. That came out just the other week, didn't it? It did, yeah. yeah. About two, three weeks ago, I think. Uh, yeah, on top of that, I'm still playing through uh, Breath of Fire Shadow Dragon. And I'm going to give Mario and Luigi Partners in Time another go this weekend. I'm going to London tomorrow, which is why I haven't bought or played many games. Because I foresee me buying and playing a lot of games well, not necessarily playing, probably on the way back on the plane if I get some DS titles. But I've been saving my pocket money so I can buy cheaper things in London because, as Danish gamers will testify, pretty expensive hobby in these parts of the world. Mm. Yeah, unless you find a Danish deal of the week. Unless you find a Danish deal, which we haven't this week. Actually, no, I will testify to a Danish deal of the week, but I'll do that later. Okay. Um, Yeah, other than that, I played a bit of super metroid on the oh very briefly on yeah, the wii u virtual console it. i just downloaded it and literally got into the the base saw the metroid get taken and then went out again but i just kind of want to touch on it briefly because i've seen it on a few websites like kotaku and stuff uh the wii u has a function where you can post things screen grabs and stuff online and ask for help, which is one of the main selling points of the console. If you remember the video Nintendo did for E3 two, three years ago with that random... Oh, I've forgotten his name. What was the the action figure? Generic superhero action figure, was it? Something like that? I, can't, I honestly can't remember. Oh, that's a shame. I'll look it up Sorry. now. But um, yes, you can ask for help. So, for example, if you can't find where to go on Zombie U, much like you can scribble stuff in the game, but you can also voice chat or go on the Wii network and see screen grabs and stuff and there's been a lot of people quite puzzled by the fact that a lot of gamers young gamers i guess especially can't figure out some of the puzzles like in super metroid there's there's at least 20 apparently screen grabs of people trying to solve one of the puzzles where you go into the morph ball and drop a bomb because they can't figure out how to proceed i think that sounds like me Really? This Metroid. is why I kind of wanted to bring it up to you. Yeah, because, because I mean, I have played Super Metroid. Um, I forget now where I've played it. Actually, I think I played it on emulator quite some time ago. Yeah. Um, so, of course, because you own the full retail version. Th- well, between us, we do. Oh, yes. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't, personally. But, um, again, I remember finding it. I, I'm not quite difficult, because I'm not so into these open-ended uh, Metroidvania uh, yeah, is the title given to them, isn't it? Gear Games, did. where it's not always clear, you know, where you have to go or exactly you have to do. Um, this this was, you know, a long time ago. I played that game. I don't know if I came back to it now. I might find it a little bit easier. Yeah. But, um, you described just described described. You you described a guacamole as being that kind of game. Yeah, it's that and kind. Yeah, of... I thought that was a li- that was a little bit more easier to. Yeah, digest. maybe. Um... But you know, it's a modern game, and we're talking exactly, about games that's like true. Symphony of the Night, for example, Castlevania and Met- Super Metroid are older games. Yeah, and so yes, uh, the difficulty level is higher. Uh, I think in general, now I, with the older games, and 
Well, yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, obviously, if you go back to something on the NES, for example, your Mega Man's and this kind of stuff, is they're punishing, you know, but they're fair. That's the, the thing I like about them. You know, if you die, it's not because of bad gameplay design where you've glitched into a wall or whatever. It's because you know you've jumped in front of an enemy's fire, and you're like, well, I can't really say yeah. anything about that. There is a certain buzz you get from succeeding in a very difficult game like um, Ghosts and Goblins. Oh uh, that, yes. When, when you when you progress in that game, you you do feel like you've really achieved something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Every, every every bit of it is an accomplishment. I just think that used to be like kind of a, a staple of Capcom games, to be honest. Because I mean, like Super Ghosts and Ghosts, Mega Man. They're all very hard. Like even uh, games like uh, Trojan on the NES. Mm-hmm. I'm not played that. I'll bring it back. Trojan. Yes, you're a guy, kind of a topless guy. Kind of, it looks a bit like Arnold Schwarzenegger in Conan, but he's blonde. He's got a big okay. sword. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I'm intrigued. Um. Yeah. Non-specific action figure is the name of the guy. I'll show a picture to Tom because you'll remember him. Uh, that bloke. Okay. Yeah. Do you not remember it? No, no. Sorry. Oh, never mind. Went over my head. Yeah, um, I I played that. Uh, I'm trying to think if I played anything else. Oh, I played a bit of Liberation Maiden as well. Very good game. Maiden. Very good game. Yeah. Thought it was a bit fiddly at first. Kind of wanted a stand because I was waving my stylus around while trying to control things. But you get used to it very very quickly. Yeah. Very good game. I recommend it if it's still cheap. Yeah. I think it was like 300 krona last week. I don't know if it still is. Probably not. 300. Uh. You mean... Yeah, sorry, was, I'm converting and converting. it was like four pounds. It is like four pounds. It's 30 krona. Sorry, I'm getting my yeah. conversions mixed okay. up for some silly reason. 300 pence. There we go. Saved myself. Uh, yeah, to be honest, like I said, I've been playing Fire Emblem most of my time and I've been reading a few things as well. So I haven't really had that much time to game this week. Um, other than the ones we've played together, which I guess we should leave for last. So what have you been playing, Thomas? Uh, yeah, other than those ones we, 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 we're leaving for you to anticipate what they might Ooh. be, um, other than the one you know. Uh, I've been doing my regular Thursday night game with my good friend Gareth Satton over in the UK. And, yep. Uh, we've been playing the regulars uh, Soul Calibur Five, which I was doing quite well on this week. Yeah. Uh, for the first time in a while, I felt quite awake in, on a Thursday evening and I managed to beat him in a few matches. So, yeah, Soul Calibur V. It's a great um, uh, game in the series. Yeah. Installment was, was the word I was trying to find there. Um, and, yeah, I can't recommend it enough. We're having a bit of an achievement race here at the moment to try and, uh, between me and Gareth, to try and get the bigger achievement score. What are you currently on, do you know? Ah, he's on, like, 500. I'm on 400. But he got, he got the big um, one for doing 100... No, sorry, 50 wins on Xbox Live. Oh, wow. Uh, see, he's better than me. But okay. w- with um, the s- my success rate uh, this week, I'm 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 getting there. Okay. I also played a bit of Project Gotham Racing Four, which I picked up reasonably recently, and really been enjoying that game. In fact, uh, speaking with Gareth, he said, "Hang on, this is this is more fun than Forza, which is what we usually play." Yeah, I've seen you playing Forza, and I, I I think he might be onto something here. It's a nice change. The the matches seem a lot closer and a lot more uh, competitive. Like. Gareth will usually steam ahead in Forza, and yet in this game, everything it's a bit more arcadey, it's a bit more tussling, it's just yeah. a bit more interesting to play in multiplayer. Do you think that may be because you've played so much Forza, or do you generally think that is a it feels fresher to you? I 
Maybe it's just that uh, Gareth is better at Forza than I am. Fair enough. Maybe that's what it is. But we're, we're more even on this game at the moment, at least. So uh, yeah. it's fun. And also, single player is a lot of fun because those are different challenges. It's not just racing. Forza can tend to get a bit dull after a while. Yeah. This has lots of challenges, which are really enjoyable. Cool. Um, also, recently released uh, is the Doritos Crash Course 2, which we've been playing. I have seen you playing this as well. This, yeah. is, a, this is a free game. For those uh, you who don't know about the Crash Course games, basically they're a little like that show Total Wipeout. It's a, it's a 2D platform race type game. It's okay. similar to that game show Total Wipeout. So you jump the obstacles, in on obstacles, get to the yeah. end, get to the end of the course. Um, Great fun. Uh, controls really well. It, it did in the first game. This new one uh, adds a few more uh, layers to the uh, to the game. For example, there's uh, collectible stars in the levels. You collect the stars to unlock new new levels. Okay. Uh, so that's quite good. There's, there's alternative routes. You don't always have to take the same route as well. Yeah. Which is quite nice. Uh, great uh, improvement on the original, which was a fine game to begin with. So. Um, and how much does that cost? Thomas? Nothing. Absolutely free. And I love it when you can get something for nothing. A rarity on the Xbox Five. I think only... Happy Wars is the other one, I think. No, no, there was also... Um, oh, Punto back, in, back, back in the day. Back in the day, there were a few more. But just recently, yeah. it's been uh, Crash Course and Happy Wars, have, I think, been the only ones. Yeah, probably. Mm. I want more free stuff. Yeah, That'd yeah. Be nice. Yeah. Come on, give us some more free stuff. We do get a lot of demos. Uh, I just had a quick bash on an indie game called uh, Platypus the other day. Yeah. No, not the other day, just just earlier. Just earlier, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Watched you play it. <laughs> <laughs> Tatampus is a side-scrolling shooter, uh, which is interesting because it's quite bright and it's all rendered in a kind of plasticine clay Yeah, style. it's kind of really nice to look at. It, it's very addictive, it's very satisfying, great controls. Uh, it's pretty, I guess, bog-standard in terms of uh, side-scrolling uh, shooters, but it's very playable. Interestingly, you don't nice. play as a platypus. You play as something that looks a lot to my eyes, like <laughs> Thunderbird 4. Yeah. A little yellow spaceship triangle thing is pretty good. So yeah. I'd recommend uh, Platypus. Uh, the only problem being is, I remember rightly, I bought it some time ago. It was rather expensive for an indie game. Really? I think. But I think it's arcade game quality. So, okay, uh, so it's worth it then. I, I suggest uh, looking into that. If you, if you like side-scrolling shooters. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe we should move on to the first of the, the games we play together this week, which would probably be Persona 4 Arena. Yes! Now, Matt, uh, you can start with this one. I kind of want to... you played a little bit more than I did. I did play a little bit more than you. I kind of play... I haven't played the story mode because I am currently playing through Persona 4 Golden. I, I say currently playing through. It's one of those days I kind of want a day or two to sit down and play. It's not really a great commuting game, as I've talked to a few people on the old Twitter about um it the dungeons are very long and they're randomly generated so you need to kind of sit down and play the dungeons and there's also a load of like mechanics based around it kind of runs on the days of the week and you have to build up your relationships which can affect your characters and all this kind of stuff so i haven't been able to play that much which has kind of limited me playing the story in persona 4 arena because it carries on and i don't want to spoil the game for myself Mm, that's a that being said, drown. what I've played at the arcade and what I've played uh, versus Tom, very, very good. I really enjoy it. It's got that nice feel that an uh, Arc Systems game has. Have we specified this is a fighting game yet? For those oh, no, we haven't, actually. Familiar. Yeah, it's um, it's a 2D fighter. Um, very similar to Guilty Gear or Blaz Blue. If you very, very similar. Styles. Made by the same people. Yeah. Um, I just really enjoy it. I thought it was really fun. I... I've actually bought a Hori 
EX2 arcade stick to play it with because Tom's got his Hori from Tekken 6, was it? Yeah, I got a wireless uh, Hori pad, uh, Tekken 6. Tekken 6 branding. I was just looking over there to yeah, see if yeah. I still had it. Giving <laughs> give the illusion of depth on the podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah um, so I, I'm really looking forward to... I Usually I'll pick up a fighting game like I've got... Um, a kind of hearts three here. I've got a few others, and Tom has a wealth of them. But short of Street Fighter, which is my jam, which I'm not particularly great at, I can play my it. Jam. But yeah, that's my jam when it comes to fighting games. Um, I really want to invest time. He sticks in... to it. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I do. Sticky controllers, not good. No. Don't eat jam sandwiches when you touch your my Xbox controller, Tom. That'd be hell. Sorry. Yeah, um, I want to play it. I want to learn it. I want to get into yeah. doing the combos and stuff. I want to invest some time, which, you know, is rare for a fighting game. Like I said, I've bought a load and, you know, they're nice to play. You just put it on and just have a quick blast of them. But this one, I don't know, it could be the fact that I really like Persona 4 mm. and I really like the art style and all of the fighters feel kind of well-rounded i'm guessing there'll be tiers to which ones you can play which ones you can't online and stuff but i'm really explored that played a few japanese people who absolutely destroyed me so yeah. i a lot of room for improvement but very very good yeah i i'm not as familiar with persona as you are uh i i thought it was good it didn't blow me away at first it's it's similar to to other as you mentioned arc system works games um but I can imagine for those who really like the series, this is uh, very uh, well done and uh, appealing. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's cool, you know. It is it's cool. Like... I don't know what, what it is. I wasn't blown away, which was which was weird for me. Yeah. I, I liked it. Yeah. But I, I think I, I realised, I think I preferred some of the slower-paced fighters to... Uh, do the arc system work things like I don't find myself playing Blaz Blue a lot, and nor do I find myself playing Guilty Gear. Yeah, and I've realised they're not quite my favourites. I do really like Guilty Gear. I'm kind of a bit disappointed we haven't had one on the 360. To we be have. honest, well, yeah, you less... can download uh, Accent Core Plus. Oh yeah, but uh, the latest I think version of Guilty Gear. Oh, but you know me and download titles. I prefer having something solid that can go on a shelf. One thing I realised, actually, um, when I was playing the game, I was really into it. I, I, I yeah. did like it. Um, but when I'm not playing the game, I realised how irritating the English voiceovers can be. Oh, I kind of like them. I'm kind of This high-pitched, used... uh, this girl voice, you know. Yeah. And uh, listening to a fighting game isn't as fun as playing one. No, not at all. <laughs> I think you can. I think there's an option you can put the Japanese voices yeah, on. Yeah, I think though. you probably can. I don't know necessarily if the Japanese voices are any more tolerable, but uh, yeah, <laughs> that was just an observation. Scathing criticism um, on voice I, acting. I think it's a good game. It just didn't blow me away, but I, I think it is good, and I will pick it up eventually because I love fighting games, and I, I'm more than willing to give this one a proper... Well, yeah, crack. you know, yeah. when I get my... When I get my stick, I yeah, guess I we'll play it a bit we'll more. Play, we definitely will. Definitely will. I yeah. look forward to that. Uh, the other game we played together this week, um, Lego City Undercover on the Wii U. That was a good yeah, experience, wasn't I, it? I really enjoyed it. I, I think we should probably mention for the people at home, just because it's on my Twitter and we're supposed to say we do actually work for we do work for Lego. Lego. So yeah, yeah, probably best to get that out of the way. It just gives people go, oh, 
not by us. We know we're not biased to these things. If we if it was terrible, we'd certainly tell you. Exactly. Um, it's not, thankfully. No, uh, it is pretty good. But it's actually I say we played it together. It is a single player game, we just took turns. Uh, but yeah, really um, intuitive controls and quite different from uh, previous Lego games. Yeah, yeah, I'd say it's very strange. Like it, you know, you kind of you're used to so much there just being a level and you're working through a level. And wasn't there like a there's an open world kind of experience in Lego Batman Two, right? Mm, there is, yeah. But you just kind of left to it you just kind of you get off the boat as chase mccain the lead character uh, he's funny and yeah he yeah i, I think i like funny. the writing yeah. in it. i think there are some some funny things like the uh, french parrot yeah that was a bit obscure there's a moment where he's just like oh i'm not afraid of anything i haven't got any weird phobias and then a, a parrot that starts talking french and him lands and he goes oh french parrot and like weakness. Yeah. Some so the humour is very out there and, and quite, I, th- I think, probably the word's random. Uh, it does, you know, pay a lot of homage to the detective genre, like uh, police crime things. I'm guessing there will be some lethal weapon yeah. jokes in there at some point. Like there was, um, there's a thing about Dirty Harry and how many shots of espresso he had in his coffee. And then the guy goes, wow, you've had too much and takes it away from him. <laughs> and there was also one where there was a... a a crime in a school and Sherlock Holmes was um, Watson was explaining it to a Sherlock Holmes style minifigure and he's like oh it's a crime in a preschool and then Sherlock Holmes goes elementary and it, you know it's, it's very silly humour yeah. it's very Lego it's it, kind it, of fun Mia are our Lego games getting funnier I they, think are. they are just I, slightly. I I realise this with Lego Batman too. Well, it's because I think as soon as the voice start acting, doing the, the voice yeah. acting, yeah, you can have writing which is nice. I mean, some of it's a bit silly. Some of it, some older gamers may go, oh, but you know. But on the whole, I, I think some older gamers would actually appreciate the fact that some of the jokes appeal to an older generation. Yeah, get them. I don't. But know that's if the thing. There's a there's levels to it. There yeah. are jokes that will make kids laugh, and there are jokes that'll make uh, dads laugh. For example, yeah. if you're playing it it's with like your kids. The Simpsons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's got layers, like ogres. Um, but yeah, uh, of course. Other than that, it's it's a good good game to play. It's it's like GTA basically in the Lego universe. Pretty much. Um, but a lot more emphasis on platforming and jumping around. Yeah, of course. And obviously, yeah. you're a police officer, so when you borrow someone's car you are shouting yeah police business and then you jump in the car you don't throw them out of the car. no you don't they, throw them out of the car voluntarily they leave voluntarily the leave the car <laughs> and then you get in it but very nice thing as well is when you're driving around in these vehicles they actually if you smack into things they break up like like oh, bricks that's, would that's a nice thing there's a very nice thing of playing it and i mean as someone who works there and stuff it's very nice to see that there's an emphasis on building in the game as well. Like I know, obviously, before you'd like you break things up and you get bricks and stuff, but even when you break things, like uh, I don't know, say there's a mailbox or whatever, then the bricks that would physically construct that mailbox kind of fall apart, mm-hmm. and you know, usually they just break up into studs, and you're like, studs, give me studs. But they actually, as well as the studs, there are like actual bits of brick, which I thought was quite cool. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so, so I, th- yeah, I'm looking forward to playing a bit more of that. Uh, I really want to play a bit more of it. Actually. Thumbs up. Um, uh, to be honest with you, I I will go out on a limb and say it's probably the best game I've played on the Wii U. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know, like I know that's not a resounding statement of yeah. But Nintendo Land, Mario Brothers, and uh, Legacy Undercover. I played a 
demo of Resident Evil Revelations, uh, yeah, which will kind of give you my experience on that. Uh, played Rayman. Uh, Rayman. Oh yeah, well, Rayman Legend. Origins. Yeah. Yeah, but that was that was That's nice. good. Yeah. That when it eventually comes out, that'll be another good Wii U game. It will be a very good Wii U game. But when then it eventually it's comes coming out and everything else, so it's not really yeah, a Wii U game true. anymore. No mind. Well, it's oh, got well. exclusive stuff. Okay, and uh, another game we played this week together was Mad Dog Two: The Lost Gold. Yes. Okay. So um, just recently, I've been really into the CDI, and I've been collecting a few games for that system. Uh, I have very fond memories because I grew up with that console. Now, Mad Dog was one of the games that I remember um, mostly fondly. Yeah. Uh, I remember the first Mad Dog game was quite frustrating. Uh, the second one was a lot better, but I didn't play as much of that. Um, when I saw that Mad Dog 2 was available on the PlayStation Network with the uh, Move compatible, yeah. ooh, I thought... Oh, I'll have to pick that up. You can <coughs> jump on it. Um, I mean, it's, you know, I guess reasonably priced. It's uh, £6.49, right? It's you, around that. Um, but, like, you you were straight in there. You were well, in yeah. with a shot. I was playing with uh, my, my girlfriend, Claire, and uh, she was uh, quite enjoying it. And uh, I, I, I remember it very fondly. Uh, so after the time demo was over, we were like, well, shall we get it? Well, yeah, why not? It was a pretty and short demo, though, wasn't it? It's it was a time kind of... demo of like three minutes or something. Yeah. But I guess with a game like this, it has to be. Uh, for those who haven't experienced any the Mad Dog McCree games, they're um, like gun games and they're, they're FMV. So uh, yes. someone will pop up and then you have a, a time limit to shoot them in before the next thing happens. And it'll... It, it's quite hard to explain, actually. Um, it's all it's all video cut in a sequence. Yes. And depending on if you successfully shoot the guy or not, you get the next video. I've never like I've never experienced like a, a full on FMV like actual film game. Like mm. I never had a Mega CD or I never had a CDI, mm. so I've not really experienced it. I guess. X Files, remember that? It was like a point and click X Files yeah. game on the PlayStation One. I know. I think yeah. that is the only game like I've experienced. But it's like as Tom said, it's like movie sequences, and you have like a brief window in which to shoot the bandits who are shooting you. Yeah. Otherwise, they shoot you, and it's one shot death. It's very satisfying. It is very satisfying when you get it right and you yeah. shoot them and stuff. And there's these really cool sequences where it's like one on one showdown, <laughs> and you know, it tells you you've got to put the the move remote down and then you've got to draw, so you've got to pull it up quick and shoot yeah. the guys. I think it boils down to the fact it's it's really entertaining. I know some people out there would say that they're not technically games, but they are games. You know, they're they arcade are. games and they're a lot of fun. Um, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of FMV games. I, I like the fact that games have live action in them because yeah. it's not something you see so much nowadays. No, definitely not. And it does bring... Games are becoming more like movies and such, and uh, why not have a bit more live action in your games? Live action cutscenes and stuff. I know Command & Conquer is quite uh, famous for doing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I mean, the cheesiness of it is is fun. Yeah. Know? But I mean, this just kind of poses the question, really, of saying, like, people saying that these FMB games aren't real games. But I mean, like, you know, we're taking so many genre cues from films mm. in games anyway that these pre-render cutscenes you get that are actual you know using the games engine and stuff they're not games either if you're going to use that logic at least these well at least this one like i said i don't know with things like night trap and all this kind of stuff there is a gameplay mechanic in place where you are playing stuff and i mean 
if the the genre is fed to you, um, the narrative, sorry, is fed to you by someone who is actually talking, who's being filmed, as opposed to a non-playable character, I, I don't see the difference. It's, it's actually really nice to be watching a live action. And you, I think, I know Mad Dog McCree's not a heavy stro- story-driven game, but you get drawn into it more when you've got real human performances. Uh, I know there's motion capture and stuff, but I think it's, there's a level, more level of uh, believability to some of these things that you can't capture as well a lot of the time in uh, CG. Well, I mean, you know, the actors in this game aren't particularly Oh, they're not particularly great. good, but that's But I mean, you know, a, a bad human actor is more convincing than a very, very <laughs> well-rendered and animated games character, I'd say, like, yeah. you know. It's uh, video games and the whole are pseudo-real. Well, this is uh, real, real, yeah. to a degree. Yeah, yeah. Interesting anyway. Interesting topic. Yeah. <laughs> that's, another, that's another topic, but uh, Mad Dog 2 Lost Gold is uh, well worth picking up if you want a good fun light gun shooter. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't I... shy away from it. It's, it's worth the money. There's a lot more content in this than there was in the original Mad Dog. There's three different routes to go through. Now, while you do end up repeating the end section over and over again, whatever route you take, there is a unique... Uh, Part for each uh, character you accompany to, to eventually find the gold in the game. There is, though I would say the end section is a cauldron of the devil's own making. <laughs> <laughs> you'll end up replaying You uh, will that end bit up replaying that bit a while <laughs> and you'll hear some priest guy say it's a cauldron of the devil's own making in that town and then run off and uh, yeah, the end sequence is very long, whereas the rest of the game kind of holds your hand. And if you fail to shoot one bad guy, you'll essentially just have to reshoot that bad guy. Yeah. Whereas you kind of have to remember the end of it. But it's good. I enjoyed it. It was fun. And lastly, the moment you've all been waiting for is our verdict on Resident Evil Revelations. Ooh. Oh, this is getting re-released on consoles. That's interesting, isn't it? This it was is. a 3DS only game. It's almost as if survival horror fans don't want action games. Yes. Maybe this is something to do with um, Resident Evil 6 being such a departure from the other installments in the series. It, uh, it <laughs> you say departure. It is a departure. I mean, Resident Evil 5 was getting further away from the uh, the scares of... Resident Evil 4 still had the kind of tension. And uh, and 5 did, to a degree. 6 is more of an all-action game. And it, it, so much so, it, it doesn't quite feel like Resident Evil. It's well, like, t- too much of a departure. They lost game. the formula, didn't they? I mean, like, Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3, uh, the whole, you know, fixed camera angles and the fact that you are very hindered by your controls like the controls are intentionally bad and mm. stuff add to the tension of oh god oh god but like by the third game you kind of got used to them two resident evil 4 well they just like right then well we're going to give you better controls you're going to be able to aim because modern shooters mm. now allow you to aim so we should allow you to do that but they just kind of got into this as just like well if you uh, if you think you can survive with these limited ammo and stuff, you've got used to that. We're just gonna throw waves of enemies at you. You're not gonna be able to kill them all, and that's the fear that you're gonna that's run out of ammo <laughs> and you're just gonna get destroyed. Hmm. And they kind of do that in five to a little bit, but they give you better weapons and more racism. And then six just <laughs> comes along, that. and they've just kind of gone, oh, but. Players don't want to not be able to kill everything. Let's let them kill everything. Go on, give them a machine gun with infinite ammo, and then you just gun things down. And it's frustrating. More they, they try a lot of new things. Resident Evil Six. It, it doesn't always work out. It's not a terrible game by any means. It's just a frustrating experience if you if you're a fan of the uh, 
previous Resident Evil games. This one actually feels a lot like uh, the, the the original three. You're in a quite claustrophobic environment. Uh, the, the ammo is scarce. You know, it does. It's kind of like uh, the happy medium between Resident Evil one and four. You know, where it's kind of it feels like a traditional Resident Evil title, more on the GameCube than the um, as you said Super Nintendo. Right. The PlayStation One, um, but it's also you're not fixed the camera angles and stuff. You have got this whole mm. enemies are coming at you, and I mean you're even playing Jill Valentine. That's so right. I mean it does harken back a lot to the previous games. I think um, for being a uh, portable game, it's actually helped the series uh, focus on what it's really good at. Of course, if that scale back, um, what we now consider to be a Resident Evil game, which is a all-out action of a title like Five or Six. Um, so it's it's to its um, advantage actually. It's gone back, uh, and it's not as uh, technically uh, able as the, as the other more recent installments. Uh, but they've really done a good job of um, upscaling the 3DS game uh, in HD, and it, it looks look very nice. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I have to say uh, I, I like I like playing it on on the console very much, and I'm considering you know I even own the 3DS version. Uh, picking up the console version because it's just maybe a bit more comfortable to play and a bit more engrossing because the visuals are really nice. It'd be good to appreciate them on a on a bigger scale. I think the reason Capcom have done this obviously is because fans complained about six and uh, maybe it didn't sell as well. I'm not exactly sure. I've seen it very cheap, very fast. Yeah. So, so releasing this is uh, the way maybe to recoup a bit of money. Possibly. Uh, so I'd like to say if if you didn't like six. I think you'll enjoy uh, Revelations a lot more. I am someone who's watched Tom play Six, which is something I was curious of playing, and then it killed all curiosity of me ever, yeah. ever touching the game. I really didn't like the look of it. I mean, I can't speak for how it played, but literally co-piloting you, essentially, while you played it with Gareth online, mm. I just hated it. It didn't feel like Resident Evil to me. It feels and like a mess, unfortunately, <laughs> but... Um, I mean, you like the game, right? You enjoy I like it. it, but it does feel messy. It's just such um, a concoction of different ideas and different types and styles of gameplay. You know, uh, it's split into different uh, sections, uh, different characters, and each character's got a different kind of feel. Yeah. Uh, for example, uh, it's Chris's uh, campaigns a lot more action orientated than Leon's, which is probably the most like just uh, Resident Evil, but yeah. it's not without its frustrations either. Um, yeah, I'm happy to say Revelations is is shaping up nice. I, I have to go back to 3DS version and play that. But we're going to talk about a little bit uh, about the different versions of the game that we played today. Now, we played the game on the PS3, uh, the Wii U, and the Xbox. We did. Um, so we, we tried PS3 first. Uh, I thought it was great. I, first thing I noticed was the visuals are really nice. It did And look I didn't actually nice. expect it to look as nice as it did. Uh, it's fine. I find the analog stick on the uh, PS3 to be a little bit too sensitive, and I, I didn't feel like it was as easy to aim as it maybe should have been. No. Now, this, I think, is maybe because I'm more used to the Xbox controller for playing Resident Evil games. Yeah. So, uh, it could just be a thing of if you play more on the PlayStation, you won't notice. Um, that's what I think. Yeah. Perhaps. Okay. Uh, we're on to the Wii U now. If you want to talk a little bit about the Wii U oh, version. I'm, I'm a bit saddened by it because naturally it was a 3ds title you're supposed to play the game with two screens it was like okay maybe this will shift a few wii u's 
a console which, despite its flaws, and I will admit there are a lot of them, I, I do actually like the idea behind it still. I'm not one of these people who's just like, ah, it's a gimmick, it's a gimmick, because I kind of like the fact that I can just walk out of the room and play it, and Lego City Undercover showed that the whole scanning thing is very fun. Oh, we can, even touch on that. Yeah, where you we? can, you essentially you have a, an, you have a device as Chase McCain, that's like your mobile phone, essentially. And that is what the gamepad is, and you see the map of the world, and you can do various things in it and stuff. It's very nice, and it's kind of what um, they touched upon when they showed that Zelda game, and it was all the, your map and mm. all of your inventory management and stuff was done on this controller. So, you know, games like Lego City Undercover prove that that can work, and I was kind of expecting that in Resident Evil, and they... I don't know, it's weird, because they were just like, oh, play on the TV at first. And I was like, well, I don't want to play on the TV. And then it was like, play on the gamepad. I was like, well, can I play on both? And I found it, it was the third option. And it's just the map. And as you said, Tom, it kind of felt a bit frustrating that they'd taken the map off the screen where you could see it, and then it you was... had to, you're forcing you to look between two screens. On the PlayStation Xbox version, the map's placed in the top right corner of the screen, and it's it's out of the way. It doesn't interfere with, uh, you know, what you're seeing. Um, and I thought that was a lot more intuitive than having to look down to look at the map. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I think they could have done with the Wii U version, I don't know if they have, maybe they have done this and we just didn't uh, explore this, uh, but uh, Matt mentioned uh, Chase McCain, uh, Lego City Undercover, and uh, when you're searching for criminals, you can hold it up and scan, you hold the Wii U controller up and scan the area by moving it, physically moving it around. Now, there's a mechanic in uh, Resident Evil Revelations where you have to scan the environment to yeah. find hidden things. Now, perhaps if they did the same mechanic, of lifting the crawler up and physically moving it to scan around your environment. Yeah. That would be more of a reason to maybe try out the Wii U version. But I, I didn't see an option for I that. I didn't see an option. I mean, I did use a scanner and nothing came up on the screen, so I don't think it's built in. No. If, I don't know. It just feels a bit clunky. Um, the, con- Wii- the problem is the controller, basically. Yeah, the I Wii U think gamepad so. isn't the ideal controller to play a game like this. As much as I hate to say it, no, I have to agree with Tom. It just... It doesn't feel right playing a game like this. And, you know, if you've got the classic, the Pro Controller, sorry, not classic controller, that's the Wii. If you've got the Pro Controller for the Wii U, I think it could be nice. I, I think, think it, could, it be could be potentially as good as the Xbox version, maybe. Because it's very similar, isn't it? The, yeah. uh, the Pro Controller to the Xbox pad. And I imagine it being a, a good option. Yeah. Um, surprisingly as well, the, the biggest demo of all of them is nearly a gigabyte for the Wii U, so there must be a lot of stuff in there that's not in the other two versions, whereas I think the PlayStation is around 400 MB and the Xbox is the smallest at 340. Mm, that's correct. But yeah. there must be a lot of stuff in there that you can utilise, but surely putting the map on a controller isn't an extra 500 MB's worth of yeah. data for such a small demo. I don't really get it. Yeah, sadly, I think if you if you have a Wii U without the Pro, then it, I, I wouldn't recommend picking it up. It just feels cumbersome. The buttons aren't in the right place they don't feel natural uh and the whole it was awkward yeah to play it's it's, it's a sad truth I'm afraid, it doesn't game. utilize the controller as much and i mean um i haven't really delved into the 3ds game at all i played the demo and like i said that was about a year and a half ago do you remember if there's any stylus use in the 3ds version of no, the game I, d- I don't remember 
Because I'm thinking maybe if, been you, a while, if but... you can use the stylus to control the camera, I mean, obviously it's not going to take away the fact you still need the no, buttons. I don't think you can. But like, in that's the why the circle pad was yeah, the second circle pad was true. introduced to, to uh, yeah, help with that camera issue. Um, but I didn't feel that the camera issue was too bad, to be honest. I didn't find I really needed to move the camera so much playing no, it on the three DS. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I kind of wanted to buy it for the Wii U, to be honest, because my Wii U library's a bit thin. And I may still do. I may just invest in a Pro Controller, but as it's so expensive to play one game at the moment that I want to play with it, I, I don't know. I'd, I'm tempted to pick up the Xbox version. Yeah. Uh, just, I think, because I'm more used to controller, I feel that the analog stick is, is just the right sensitivity. It just felt more natural for me to play, and it wasn't an effort like... Uh, the Wii U was, uh, and to a lesser extent, the PlayStation controller. Um, yeah. There's just something about um, the right stick using the camera. I don't know if it's too sensitive or it just... On, I, on which? On the Wii U, on sorry. Wii U, yeah. like, I can't describe it. There's something inherently wrong with the camera. It's also reaching I, down to yeah. the buttons as well, is it? To uh, reload and I'll be honest, I didn't find... Items. It was a pain, but I didn't yeah. find that as frustrating as the fact... That I kept having to go with the options because I kept thinking the control for the camera was inverted and it wasn't. Just because it was so sensitive that I felt I was pressing it slightly and then he was going all over the shop. And I, you know, when you're trying to be precise and save ammo and shoot things in the head and then you're missing by a mile because you're shooting the ceiling, it's just mm. a bit frustrating. And what just hammered it home was just being able to pick up the Xbox version and have yeah, none exactly. of these issues whatsoever. It just felt natural. Uh, upsets me <laughs> yeah so my recommendation if you're interested in the game and don't already own the 3ds version even if you do yeah. <laughs> and you want to see it on the big screen uh, the xbox version will be the one i'd go for i think so too it just felt nicer in both aiming and button layout and things i think there's something inherently nice about playing an action game on the xbox controller to be honest with you i mean i know there's great action games on the playstation 3 like uncharted and stuff which yeah. really feel nice to play on the playstation 3 but i think when it comes down to it maybe there's something in development where they develop it using a 360 controller because you can hook it up to a yeah. pc or i i don't know but I, I do think if you are a ps3 gamer and that's maybe your only system that you'll have oh no i think no real it, issues i with think the game. to be honest i didn't play the PS3 version of it when Tom was playing it, but it it looked great, and it and just you're more comfortable it felt with that fine. I think I, it, I think it honestly I think it'd be if you are as Tom says comfortable with the PlayStation 3, I think the Xbox or PS3 version, I don't know maybe the Wii U version just didn't have enough time invested into it because it's not it's, selling as it's well. Just that controller. Yeah. Play it with the Pro, and I think it's going to be fine. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's our thoughts on Resident Evil Revelations. Um, yeah, a, a good new release. It's yeah. Coming out on the 24th of May. It is. It's uh, out uh, next this week. Friday. Yeah. Next Friday, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Should we move on to what we've purchased? Yes. Uh, actually, I did play a little bit of it, but not really enough to delve into it. XCOM, uh, 2K's no, last yeah. XCOM yeah. game, not the yeah. new bureau one that they've been teasing all over the shop on the internet. But feels good, uh, feels nice. Someone essentially told me that it was a Fire Emblem set in the future with guns on a console, and I was like, I'll have a bit of that. Um, very nice, stylistically. It feels kind of like 
your average third person shooter to a point where you know everyone's military and everyone's a little bit bulky but the way it handles is very nice it's not like fire emblem in the fact you've got set squares as such to move around you can just kind of move yourself around an arena and you've kind of got an allotted space in which you move in and you can find cover in your turn you can move twice if you move within a set space or you can sprint to cover and you the combat seemed pretty nice as well um it's engaging a combat mode and you've got certain levels and skills like in fire emblem you can promote characters and then you can specialize in what they do in uh the guy you play as first in the sequence is essentially a guy who's specialized in rockets so you can upgrade his rockets and stuff and then at the end of what i played literally i got to the end of the second mission you could upgrade the one with sniper so Seems pretty good in the fact that you can upgrade characters and stuff. I want to play a bit more of it, but yeah, it seemed pretty fun. Uh, other than that, bought Monaco, uh, bought Demperman 2, because I enjoyed the first one so much that I want to play. Same. Yeah, we, we touched on Demperman uh, last week. It's it's a good fun game. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Uh, bought Grandier Extreme as well, or rather I should say Tom bought Grandier Extreme for me. Um, PS2 release, first person dungeon crawling RPG looks really fun kind of in the same main as the Shin Megami Tensei games wasn't released in Europe wasn't released in Europe and as well as Grandia 3 looks great can't wait to play it looks okay. fun um, yeah I bought a Hori X2 for the 360 as well I bought Super Metroid and I think that's about it this month like I said I'm going to the UK tomorrow so I want to pick up a few things uh, Shin Megami Tensei Digital Devil Survivor Overclocked I think it's called can't remember I haven't been able to find it yet so I haven't looked into it that much even though it's got a bit of a bug um, yeah I may pick up uh, Metro as well because I've heard nothing but positive things on Twitter about it a few people have been saying they've been playing last night and then also recommending uh 2033. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's it from me. What have you been buying, Thomas? Um, not so much this week. Really? Although I did realise um, when I thought a bit more about it, earlier on in the week I purchased some stuff off eBay. Oh, so. uh, okay. Uh, first of all, I picked up American McGee's Scrapland on the original Xbox for £3. Another American McGee game in the same yeah. vein as the Alice games? Or... It's a third-person action game with, okay. with driving segments. Right. And I'd totally forgotten about this game, but I remember at the time when it was released, I was quite interested. Uh, Blands reminds me of Road Warriors. Is it kind of It's all robots. Oh, okay. It looks like, it kind of looks like that, um, the film Robots. Really? That kind of, yeah, okay. visual style. Uh, and yeah, I like the American McGee games. This one looks lovely. I watched the trailer and I thought, well, I'll pick this up. So I picked it up on the original Xbox. I, yeah. I, I don't know 100% if it'll play on the 360. I'm hoping it will, because I, I I'm not going to be bringing an Xbox over to Denmark or, no, or we purchasing don't. another one. Yeah. Uh, but it, if not, I'll just play it over the over the summer. Three pounds, I thought that was pretty good. It's pretty decent. I think I think it's quite affordable yeah, wherever yeah. you go. Um, and some CDI games. I mentioned earlier I've been collecting games Roses. for the system. Basically, what I've been doing is I've been buying the games that I, I never had as a kid and used to play at my uncle's. Uh, so it's it's quite nostalgic for me. Uh, the first of these games uh, was Escape from Cyber City. Okay. Which is another FMV game similar Yay. to something like uh, Dragon's Lair or Space Ace. Uh, and it was actually made of clips from different uh, Japanese uh, animated films. Okay. 
it was a storyline made up of a little bit like Robotech was a mishmash of di- different uh, an- anime series. It's pretty cool. Uh, one of the films it's uh, a mishmash of is Galaxy Express 999, I think. Okay. Um, it's... It's not the best example of FMV game because it, it, it's very difficult uh, and it's very fast and it, it, it does feel a bit, if I remember it, a little bit messy and uh, yeah, needlessly uh, difficult. But, okay. but it, it always had a nice atmosphere for me and uh, I got it relatively cheap, so quite happy with that. That's cool. Caesar's World of Boxing. Okay. A boxing game featuring FMV sequences where you choose who you want to train you and you talk to your trainer and such before the boxing matches. Okay, is it set in Rome? No. It's set in like uh, Vegas. So Caesar is not your trainer, he won't give you a thumbs up, thumbs down. So it's more. Unfortunately um, not. The casino. Is it Caesar's Palace? Yeah, Caesar's Palace. That's correct. So um, what I remember most funny was the different uh, trainers and their different personalities. Yeah. And uh, it was was a nice thing. Uh, Again, uh, it's like that. Mad Dog thing, you know these uh, FMV, you know these, these these real actors in the game. Did you feel like you were in Rocky? To it. Huh? Did you feel like you were in Rocky? I hadn't seen Rocky when I was a kid, so, oh, so okay. maybe may, may, may going going back to it, I will feel like Rocky. Um, I picked up Flashback as well for CDI, which is a yes. classic game. Everyone knows Flashback is good. I now, like Flashback. I'm most familiar with the CDI version. Not sure how it compares with all the others. I, I'm hoping it's 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 a good version of the game. I I always remember enjoying I've it. I've never actually owned it, so I can't remember if I played it through on the Super Nintendo or the Mega Drive. Because hmm. it's something I borrowed, and I'm thinking I borrowed it off my cousin. If so, it's a Mega Drive, but it may have been for the Super Nintendo because hmm. he did briefly have one of those. So I'm not sure. I'm not really yeah. sure which version I'm familiar with. But I remember it being okay. So. Yeah. Uh, another one was Steel Machine which was a side-scrolling shooter, uh, and it was developed by, I think, Vision Factory, The Apprentice, which is one of my favourite CDI games. The Apprentice is a a 2D platformer. Uh, So, yeah, I I had a really good soundtrack, I remember, about that game. Right. And when you failed, it had uh, a a voice sample, which sounded just like an aliens, you know, game over, man, game over. (laughs) You say that when you've you've, uh, died. Um, That was a fun game. And uh, also a game that I don't remember quite as well, but I remember it having a very unique atmosphere. It's a game called Inca. Okay. Um, yeah, it's about uh, the Incas, you know, the the the, yeah, the, yeah. the, 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 the tribe. But set in, it's like a sci-fi version of that. It's like Incas in space. Okay. And I can't remember really what the gameplay involved. I think it was a bit point and clicky. So it's not a calligraphy game. You're not an Inca. No. You're not doing fancy letter A's. No. Um, but yeah, that was a unique uh, CDI game, which I'd totally forgotten about, but when I saw it cheap, I thought I'd pick that up. I bought them all from the same seller. Um, quite quite reasonable. Okay. Uh, gave me a nice postage discount. How many well. games do you reckon there are on the CDI? Uh, quite Because, I mean, you're buying a lot, and I mean... The question is, how many good games are there on the CDI? This is true, but like... You know, I, I think I know. You bought the caricature maker a few weeks back, so I don't I think you're distinguishing quality. In my defence, we'll find out. Um, but what I do, what I hope to do actually, when I go back to the UK over the summer, is to film a video and to share these games with you. Uh, I, I did for Blast Process a video, me and Mike did um, quite some time ago now, uh, with the CDI games I had back then as, as, as a kid. Um, 
Didn't do the video when I was a kid. Yeah. But we played through the games, my existing collection. Um, I'm going to do another follow-up to that with all the new games I've got recently. That's cool. Uh, other than that, I used some of my extra points. We got in that fantastic uh, deal of the week a few weeks ago where we picked up uh, 2,100 Microsoft points for about uh, £10. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, which, you know, is quite a bargain. So uh, I'd... Uh, I got Goru Mark of the Wolves, which is the final Fatal Fury game. Okay. It was uh, only released, I think, on the Dreamcast in Japan, and I think the the PS2 in Japan as well. Why is that the final Fatal Fury game? Is it just because yeah. um, SNK started just developing King of Fighters? Concentrating on King of Fighters. Yeah, they they ended Fatal Fury there, but it's a lovely. Uh, I mean, you know, we've had a Samurai Showdown game since, even though it's not a good one for the uh, yeah. Xbox. Yeah, um, it's not bad, but it's not great yeah. either. Um, yeah, so Mark of the Wolves is a lovely example of a two D fighter, very well animated. Some great new characters brought in. You've got uh, there's a, quite a cool story actually. Yeah. Uh, of course, uh, the main character Fatal Fury Terry, Terry killed the villain Geese. Yeah. Right, and they bring a story idea into the game where Geese had a son called Rock. Okay. And after Terry killed. Geese, he felt guilty because leaving a child without a father. Yeah. He raised Rock okay. and taught him how to fight and yeah. such. So that's quite a nice thing. So the game kind of focuses on their relationship. And Terry looks different in this game. He's got a big brown uh, bomber jacket okay. and such. He's trying to cool and he's got long up. hair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with, he's not got the ponytail anymore. He's got straight long hair. Okay. Anyway, it, it's a good game. Um, and uh, Was Rock in any of the King of Fighters games? No, or? no, no. Do you... Is he too young? He, is he just a story thing? Yeah, he, he to my knowledge, he's he's in this and he's in uh, Neo Geo Battle Coliseum, I think. Okay. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. And I, I'm not 100% sure it's called Rock, to be honest, but I think he is. Okay. <laughs> I'll have to go back to it. Um, I bought Fatal Fury Special as well, 400 Microsoft points. Uh, probably the best version of the original Fatal Fury games. It was um, a special version of Fatal Fury 2. It okay. was. Re- I have a Super Nintendo version. As do I. Yeah, it's not quite as good as the arcade version. So and that's the version you can download on the Xbox. Okay. Oh, it's got Gunstar Heroes. It's 400 points. I don't own a copy of it. I actually do. I think it's one of the few games that I On the Mega Drive. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. It's, it's a great game. And uh, I, I, I did. I was borrowing it for a time off my friend Tom. And uh, I remember one day, I thought, oh, maybe he's never going to ask for it back. And yeah. I can just keep hold of it forever. <laughs> and he did yeah, of course well it was his game so um, I gave that back to him along with uh, Robocop versus Terminator another game I was quite fond of um, but yeah that, that's everything <laughs> I remember ringing up I, back when I was full into my retro collecting back before the days of PS2 and stuff uh, I don't know if it was a UK wide thing but there used to be a paper called Free Ads in South Wales and it was essentially just people would post ads and then you could ring like every Wednesday it'd come out and it'd just be listings of stuff and you could ring them up and I remember being really really excited one day because there was a Super Nintendo somewhere in my hometown of Petobot, uh for like £10 with like 20 games and mm. I was like oh my gosh and I rang them up and he was just, the guy was just like, oh, yeah, uh, well, the games are Robocop, Robocop versus Terminator. <laughs> it's just like a list of like 15 games, which are essentially just like arcade shooter ports. And I was yeah. just like, no thanks. 
Oh, Robocop was Terminator. It's very. It's I haven't played it to be honest. Oh, but, yeah. I, I was hoping for, uh, as I've said a few times, Patoba is somewhat of a haven for very rare computer games. I was hoping for, you know, like Secret of Mana or at least a Castlevania 4 or something like no, that. Something really cool. You're I really underwhelmed. Wanted. I was very underwhelmed. I think it was a Judge Dread game in there as well. Really? Oh, this yeah. is only interesting. I should have picked them up. Yeah, no, never mind. The <laughs> Follies of Youth. So, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. that's that's kind of it. But we, we were talking before the show. Uh, we were discussing uh, something about thinking doing a feature on uh, consoles and maybe discussing the best consoles of the last generation. Of course, uh, coming this week is the announcement from Microsoft uh, about the new Xbox on 21st of May. Uh, I was reflecting on uh, the original Xbox and thinking, hey, this, was a, this console has been around a while and it, it's done pretty well. You're talking about itself. the 360. Sorry, yeah. The, yeah not the original say. Xbox. That's been around for even longer. I, I mean the 360, yeah. Um, <laughs> Do you reckon they're using original Xboxes now instead of like concrete shoes? Because <laughs> <laughs> they're so readily available and heavy. It was a great console at the time. I liked it. Uh, much better than the PS2, uh, technically, obviously. Mm, it, technically, technically yeah. it was much better than the PS2. Yeah, but If only they developed all games with original Xbox. If only they'd been... released a decent controller for it, like a year before yeah. the console's but, lifespan ended, then it would have been good. But yeah, so maybe we can throw this out there as a topic for discussion uh, over the week, you know, maybe through Twitter and, uh, and things. I guess so. Well, I kind of... Well, I was going to ask you, and I'll ask you on the air, is to force you into it, ha, 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 oh, okay. But maybe doing a short podcast on Tuesday, seeing how we feel really? about the actual... Oh, an extra podcast? Yeah, just a, you know, little Can brief half hour. the week after? Uh, oh, but no, we've got to hit these things rather they hot, Tom. Maybe. Strike it, yeah, we'll see. If not, it, uh, we'll be commenting on Twitter, as yeah, usual, yeah, at TMA Cast. Yeah. Thank you to all the new people who followed us as well. That's very nice of you. But yeah, we'd, we'd love to hear what was your favourite console of the last generation, seeing that the Wii U's already out, the PS3's coming out, and the new Xbox. Yeah, yeah. Um, my thoughts were basically on, on the 360 uh, about the amount of games that are available to it uh, that are actually available on the other consoles. For example, Gunstar Heroes, as a downloadable, was only available on the 360. I think it was on the Wii. Was it? I think it was oh, on the Wii. That's a terrible example. Of course it was available on the Wii. I was going to say... Um, ah. There's anyway, it had a lot of games, on, like Mark of the Wolves. Yeah. I think that's downloaded only on Xbox. Possibly. I'm not sure. I, I've got Gunstar Hero on the Wii, that's how I know uh, it. Radiant Silvergun. Radiant Silvergun. Yeah. Um, the wealth of indie titles. Now, this is something that the Xbox has really got going for it. It has, yeah. I, I looked at how many games have actually downloaded on the Xbox, and we're, I think, about 100. That's not including demos. Yeah. Wow. But that's you impressive. Bought a lot of indie games. And I mean, to be honest with you, I've probably got. Gosh, I don't even know. Like, it's quite funny because, you know, I complain about downloadable titles and I've probably got about 70 arcade games, I think. Yeah, and that, and yeah I am I think I'm on like 80 on the, the PS3 even. Yeah, I haven't got uh, many on PS3. But I think on the whole, uh, the Xbox is a great home to a lot of games. I mean, it's been around a while and it it's has. amassed an amazing uh, back catalogue. I think it has. I mean... I guess it's just to do with the fact that this console generation has been so long. But, I mean, you know, it's got some very great and pretty much exclusive games. I know some of them are on Windows PC as well. But, I mean, the Gears of War franchise, say what you will about, like, it being macho and stuff, is a pretty good game. I mean, there's all three of them. And now there's uh, Gears of War Judgment. Mm. My only thing with Gears of War is it was 
pretty much the same after experiencing it once. Yeah, that's it's true. Kind of but, you know, it's still enjoyable. A lot of games are like that. I was going to say, yeah. you know, I mean, Call of Duty is a prime example. FIFA. Even Mario is uh, Oh, gosh, similar. yeah. Mario yeah. is definitely like that now. But, I mean, you know, up until now, it had Deadly Premonition as an exclusive, which has admittedly been released as a better yeah. version now on the PS3. But, yeah. I mean... There's a lot of games on there you couldn't really experience. I mean, a lot of the cave shooters as well, um, these Japanese bullet hell games mm. that I really like, uh, like Don Apache, and there's a load of things like that only got released in Japan on the 360, which doesn't, if you know anything about the Xbox 360 tanking in Japan, yeah. doesn't really make a lot of sense, but they, I guess they're aware of the third-party market that people will import these games, and so they make them region-free so a lot of people can play them. Mm. Uh, like Bug Princess and stuff is on there and they just they're great great games and I mean they're only exclusive on it I mean I I think it eventually got released on other consoles but I mean you had like uh, Geometry Wars and all mm. these kind of things that were exclusive for it as yeah. well and Project Gotham yeah, yeah. That, that we put touched on this earlier this is a, a Forza great... as well right Forza is uh, a Microsoft franchise um, Fable hey. Games Fable I mean games. admittedly second probably better than the third but you know still a series that's tied to that's it cool. But, I mean, you even had the Mistwalker RPGs, man. Like, you got uh, Lost Odyssey, which is a fantastic JRPG. Mittenly, mm. Blue Dragon's not so good. And there are some Blue Dragon games on the DS, which aren't as good as the 360 Fez. Super Boy. Oh, Fez <laughs> is brilliant. I, I can't praise Fez enough. I think what you will, the Phil Fish, the guy who created it, who's very outspoken and stuff. And, admittedly, the fact that it's the patch will break my 100% completed game which I'm still a bit bitter about because oh. I can't get all the achievements but I, I loved it I thought it was such a clever game with its mechanics of you know you essentially have to decode a language and I just thought that was brilliant like no other game has mm. challenged me to do something like that in such a long time yeah. for me to physically sit there with a pen and paper and scribble down a quick fox jumped over the lazy dog and break that code into what letters and stuff are it's just of course, let's not forget Microsoft's relationship with Rare. And, well, it hasn't been as fruitful as it could have been. No. Uh, they did manage to re-release Banjo-Kazooie and Banjo-Tooie as downloadable titles. They did. Um, they were going to have GoldenEye as well, but they couldn't get the rights, I believe, was the thing. Perfect uh, Dark's on there. Um, yeah. And also, Nuts and Bolts, Banjo-Kazooie is a pretty good game. Yeah, to be honest, the Perfect Overlooked, Dark perhaps. Zero game got a lot of flack. But I really enjoyed that at like, launch. Yeah. Like, I thought, like, admittedly now, probably technically very very last gen in comparison to some games that have come since but i mean that's mm. like an eight-year-old game now right something like yeah. that seven yeah it's a very good game for its time like i played it a lot online i mean it was far from perfect but it was good it was I th- dark i, th- <laughs> I think it was very good far from perfect but it was dark um the xbox has been a very successful console as well uh, a lot of people have chosen the Xbox over other formats due to its online capabilities. And it has. Um, uh, the, the Xbox Live network, well, of course, you have to pay for it, is rather user-friendly and uh, there's a massive community on there. There is. Um, admittedly, you know, some of those are young people who are slightly homophobic or racist but you know i mean i think with anything like that exactly i mean they've curbed that as well by allowing you to have parties and so you don't have to be in a lobby with a lot of people if you don't want to be in a lot of people i think that's a really nice touch Mm. i'm not sure i haven't played a lot of psn online to be honest so i don't know if that's it just could it 
doesn't feel as all connected as the um, Xbox does. It's, yeah. The, the online part of the Xbox is part of the whole experience, really. Yeah. And without it, it does feel a bit bare. Well, the PS3, I think, can be enjoyed without... Because, of course, the, the friends thing is separate. Yes. You know, you, you, when you go to the Xbox, the first thing you see is your avatar pop up now anyway. Yeah. And, and your friends online. And, and that community aspect is uh, a lot stronger on the Xbox. I think it's something they will work on, though. I think uh, Sony will take yeah. use from this for the PS4. And I mean, you know, you look at the, the Wii Plaza thing now and mm. there's a lot of emphasis on like, hey, look, it's a big community and you can yeah. do stuff. And I mean, they've taken that from Xbox. And, and let's not forget achievement system. Achievement <laughs> system's a stroke of genius. Yeah. It's the most evil thing ever created. Because it just got me doing tedious things in games and it did bring a lot of longevity out of some games for me. It, that it I really does. just it... played and traded in. I, I recently have bought all the Sonic titles again to have a new challenge of getting achievements on them. Something which you obviously can't experience on other formats. Apart from the PS3 now when they introduced the uh, trophy system. But that's still Not still as well used feel... as the um, Xbox system. I don't get the same sense of satisfaction no. and locking trophies. It's funny trophies. that, isn't it? It's like I played uh, Nino Kuni on uh, Tom's account purely because my PlayStation 3 is still back in the United Kingdom and now I've got a Vita, so I have my own PSN account. And Tom is just like, well, you can just carry on playing it on your account. Incidentally, I can't. It doesn't let me. The save's tied to your account, but that's a different story. But mm. I was just like, I don't really care about the trophies. I just kind of want to play the game. But you've invested a lot more time into the Xbox and collecting achievements for that. Yeah, this is the thing. But like, I don't, I haven't got that draw to do it on the PlayStation. Mm. It's just... Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's uh, having a whole point value and seeing that number rise, I guess, okay. that triggers it. And the fact you just get that satisfactory little blink in the game as opposed to the noise yeah. the PlayStation Ooh. makes. Um, but yeah, there's there's negative aspects to the 360 as well. Oh, there's lots. Uh, but then there is to all of them. But we're, we're, we're I, will, I will say <coughs> this in the defence of the other consoles... I've only owned one PlayStation 3 for this entire generation. I've only owned one Wii for this generation. I've owned seven Xboxes. I've they got something terribly wrong. I've essentially had the original Xboxes and the newest Xbox, Touchwood, has been okay. But it just proves how popular it is that people will rebuy the, the console again Fortunately, and again. A lot of it's mine, a good console. Yeah, but. but I mean, you know, for a long time with online communities and stuff, I don't really think there was short of PC gaming, which obviously I know has a vast community, and mm. yes, it can be argued that you can play Call of Duty 32 players and all this kind of stuff, which a console can't handle. But it just, you know, there was a. I had a very big community I used to post on the forums of uh, the British magazine X360, and it's just very fun to play online with people, and it was so easy to set up a party and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just great. I don't like possibly. I know there's a lot of clans who play on PlayStation Three now, but just at the time, it w- didn't seem that well focused for us. But yeah, Xbox is a great console. Um, we're not saying we actually think the Xbox is the best console of last generation. We're just throwing out some of the the positives and. Uh, it, on paper, it, it was a very popular console. And I mean, we're going to do this for every console yeah, as well. well this may, we're not favouring the Xbox. No, we're no. just starting with the Xbox. We are week. starting with the Xbox just in the wake of this announcement yeah. next week. Um, I don't know. what If we're going to kind of tease it, what do you think would be if you were to say 
your favorite console this year. I said before now I think the Wii was the best I console think, of I that think generation. Maybe, but I I'm kind of torn between like as much as I haven't played as many games on the PlayStation Three, I really like the menus and stuff more. But at the same time I've pretty much spent a lot of time on the Xbox, so it'll be interesting. I think I'll be able to say after we've kind of talked through the PS three yeah, I, I, which one I think I really like the PS3. But I, I think the both of them have their merits. The this is a good PS3 thing of this generation. Xbox is very is very close. I like yeah. both systems very much. Uh, and there's lots of things that annoy me about the Xbox that don't that they don't annoy me about the PS3 because they're, in, they're integrated a little better. But yeah, we will we will talk about PS3 uh, next week. Yeah, we will. It's a Blu-ray player. Yeah, exactly. But that's that. nothing to do with the games console. Uh, no, no, Tom. Argument. Don't you like HD DVD? <laughs> I, I think it was perfectly fine. I still want one of those. Like the the whole um, idea that I can do open games essentially is very mm. nice. Or at least mm. DVDs anyway, that I can put a DVD in a separate drive and leave my game in the original oh, drive. Cool. That seemed like a nice ooh, function. Ooh, ooh. That and I can get such wonders as um, Superman Returns for only about 50 pence on HD DVD. Yeah. Yeah. Such joyous titles <laughs> as, um, I'm guessing, A Cinderella Story, maybe yep. a collection of Sex and the City D- <laughs> HD DVDs for relatively cheap. And I, I think that brings us to the end of the show. I think it does, go, go, yeah. and, go and enjoy your HD DVDs. Enjoy uh, your maybe, HD maybe DVDs. Put, put on Let us know on the old Rambo. Twitter. And oh, yeah, Rambo. <laughs> yeah. Okay, maybe I am so like getting a HD DVD player. Yeah, uh, just let us know on the Twitter, which is uh, at TMACast, uh, what your thoughts on this generation of consoles are, what things you're excited about, that maybe in the new Xbox mm. that maybe we'll touch upon on Tuesday. Who knows? Mm. We may just release it and wait until Sunday. We'll see how tired we are. <laughs> I've got to fly home. I'm essentially leaving for London and then I'm flying home 24 hours later. So I may be pretty tired, but I'm still going to watch the announcement anyway. Um, let us know on Facebook as well. Um, forward slash Tom and Matt Attack. And please, 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 please rate and subscribe in iTunes because... That's the only way we'll know how many people are listening. And, you know, we want your feedback as well. We're trying to improve constantly. Yeah. And we promise not to mispronounce the name of a game for the entire episode again. Uh, we'll be a bit more on the board. Have we done that, have we done that this time? No. Let us know if we have. Yeah, please do. Answers on a postcard. Yeah, and until next week then. Have a lovely week. Have a lovely week. And, and uh, game on. Game on. Game on. Oh, yes. oh, and well done, Denmark. Win the Eurovision. Oh, yeah. Well done, Denmark. Oh, yeah, actually. <laughs> I kind of, I posted that last night. Um, send us in as well uh, your thoughts of what a Eurovision video game would be like. I say it would be like an arcade uh, beat-em-up, side-scrolling beat-em-up, in which you go through each country as your home country and then essentially you get you beat up the backing dancers and then you get to the the end boss. I mm. use the example of Romania and that weird guy throwing sheets everywhere and mm. things crawling out of the sheets as his enemies who would have been good. And and also well done Bonnie Tyler. You put up a good fight. You did, actually. Uh, you didn't come last. Yeah. It was a yeah. good song. Actually we got we did get in a tweet when I threw this out on Twitter yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna read it out. One of our users actually tweeted us back at my absurd idea of a Eurovision game. Um, a guy called the Spad. Hello, the Spad. He said it should be a strategy game in which you must work to reform the USSR, thus breaking up the Eastern European voting <laughs> bloc, allowing England to win. Nice. I think you should comment is Britain as a Welshman, but yeah, it's essentially England. 
Yeah. Uh, Ireland didn't do too well. So no, they didn't. They lost, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, who would have guessed that a, a, ni- quite a, a 90s power pop anthem would have been a bit Yeah, rubbish. they tried everything to appeal to the Eurovision uh, demographic, but they it, did, they didn't, just they? didn't quite work out. Yeah, right, okay, cool. That's enough Eurovision. Yeah. Game on. Game See on. ya.